Hey, all you rad dads out there. Hey, what's up, everyone? Brett here, bringing you another episode of The Rad Dad Show, the parenting podcast where we ask dads who inspire us the question, what does it mean to be a rad dad? On this episode, Christian sits down with Eric Heineke, the drummer for German folk punk band Circus Rhapsody. Eric's also a dad. As a stepdad to a nine-year-old daughter and a new dad to twin baby girls as well, Eric tells us how fatherhood has led him to make healthier choices and taught him to slow down. He also talks about how having babies during a global pandemic actually has its advantages. And of course, we discuss Circus Rhapsody's latest album, Just Kidding, which was released on Mannequin Vanity Records earlier this year. So what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Here's Eric Heineke from Circus Rhapsody on The Rad Dad Show. So, so welcome, Eric. Welcome to The Rad Dad Show. Who, who are you? Who are you talking to here? <laughs> Hi, Christian. Uh, yeah, my name's Eric. I'm the drummer of uh, the band Circus Rhapsody. And uh, currently, I'm down to barely no gigs at all because I'm having twin babies and uh, they're keeping me very much alive. And I also have a stepdaughter. She's nine. She just turned nine two days ago, actually. Um, So that's what's going on currently. I hope next year or yeah, I I hope next year there's going to be more concerts. This year it's down to three, which I negotiated hard with my girlfriend. Oh, I know it's so tough. Like we've talked to a few people over the pandemic and especially, you know, musicians and people are involved in the arts that it's been, been definitely a challenge. We, we could get into that a bit later, but kind of going back. So twins, how old are your twins? Two, two boys? They're identical eight months now. Identical twins? Yeah. I- no, I looked up the word. They're dizygotic twins. <laughs> I had to look it up. <laughs> or, or that would be the same as paternal, correct? Um, so they're not identical at right. all. Uh, the translation is dizygotic twins. So they, they had two girls. So I have three girls here now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they look totally different. They act totally different. Um, they are all different size a bit, like one one is a bit bigger and um, yeah, but they now like one was one was growing up uh, or, or making steps forward really fast, uh, like she was crawling with five months and uh, the other one was still lying on her back. Oh, that's wild. Um, but now like half a month ago, the other one catched up and now, now they can really play together. That's that starts now and it's it's starting uh, to be a different fun like we, we have um, a big hallway in the flat and, and we can walk around now and play hide and seek <laughs> how, how does the uh, the stepdaughter kind of work work there like does she take care of them help out that sort of thing or yeah she's super great um i mean it's a really a big challenge to get the quality time with her now that the twins are quite demanding um but she's really proud um she's not as annoyed and jealous as i would be (laughs) and um what we've did what was really great we we spent uh, six weeks on the road all together um we've been uh, in 
to taking our, our band bus actually on the road and had um, camping holidays in to France and to the coast side. So we spent a lot of time all together and there she um, learned that she can actually also calm the babies and be a cool big sister that they they laugh about and and so now she's really self-confident in handling the babies and um, I think she's way more help than she should be already. <laughs> That's good. Take advantage of that, baby. Um, <laughs> let, let's get into the dad questions. Do you consider yourself a rad dad? <laughs> I had to look out the word, actually. So um, maybe uh, some people consider me a rad dad. Um, and I hope I am one myself, but I, I, I rather don't question that. Should I? I don't know that this, this is why we ask the question. So, we, you know, <laughs> we, we, we do that intentionally. I think one, we don't really define what that is. And so we, we hope the, the, the people answering the question kind of defines it for themselves. And, yeah. and also, you know, we, there's always these two kind of camps. There's, there's people that say, you know what? Yeah, I do, I do a great job. And take pride in being a father and kind of you know um, uh, accept that moniker and, and roll with it and then there's others the other side of the, the camp like they're not sure you know they're you know they always say you, you get need to ask my kids that question and so um, <laughs> okay my kids are too young yeah my my stepdaughter would um, she would she say you're rad your stepdaughter she would definitely say that like um what do we do? Like every evening, basically, we um, play some songs together. But we do that with full force into the awesome and like like little concerts, and we really enjoy that together. Um, she's, I mean, with me, it's all about music. I'm not doing any extreme sports <laughs> whatsoever. Um, but yeah, she she sees that and she um she enjoys that a lot as well if she she definitely doesn't have to and uh, so we can enjoy that together and she's listening a lot to our cds actually way too much if you ask me <laughs> and uh, she started to take drum lessons now so i'm right. also the drummer i <laughs> it was not my intention, but she she was able to choose, and yeah, we're we're doing that together. That's awesome. That's a lot of fun. Do you, so, what are what are some some traits that make one a rad dad? Um. So I think it's it's wanting to take the time and to slow down career and everything else. Um, like currently I'm fully responsible and uh, I have the parental leave. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not a full-time musician, by the way, like I also work, I don't work currently. And also I uh, slowed down uh, concerts, which means there's uh, um, exchange drummer now, like uh, a spare drummer who plays uh, most of the gigs this year for me. And um, I'm 
totally there for the twins now and also my that my girlfriend can finish her studies these years um so that yeah next next year we can negotiate date again but but now i'm really i'm really glad having so much time because i, I was really afraid of having babies and now this intense time gives me the chance to to get really emotional into that why well, that was going to be my my next question actually you know did you have any fears what what were the fears of, of having having kids my I, I never had fear of having kids okay. i knew that i wanted kids and and i had a stepdaughter that i met with a five-year-old uh, as a five-year-old and i got along very well with her so um kids are fine i was afraid of having babies because <laughs> okay i i never found them like amazingly cute i just think okay they can't do anything what shall i do with them <laughs> that that was my fear that i find them just boring there's no manual that comes with them i i, I share that too i have one son he's nine now turning 10 and it was the same thing, like bringing him home that first day from the hospital. I was terrified because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But it, but it's funny that you just kind of make it work. Did, is that what you found? That was that that fear of of, ba of babies and bringing them home kind of went away over time. Or do you still have it? No, I, I think I have to um, correct my answer then because my fear was not that I can't handle them or I I, I I treat them wrong my fear was that I just find them boring oh okay. <laughs> they're babies <laughs> but but that with uh with the birth with um, my girlfriend giving birth and the first magical moments in the first magical weeks like that totally changed now I start um, looking into every um, children's career, I, I don't know the word, <laughs> like, like I start looking uh, at other babies and find them really, really cute, which didn't happen before. That. Oh, that's interesting. I guess. Did, um, so can you talk a little bit about like paternity? Was there, uh, like, why did you choose to go on paternity leave? Like, why, why are you the, the, the caregiver? How come your girlfriend didn't stay home? Is that something that's common? Do you think it's more common this day and age, or is it more common maybe in Europe? Like I would say, you know, traditionally the 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 female kind of stays stays home, and it's super rad that there's this transition that's happening. I think how did yeah. how did that kind of play out for you? So I wanted to have at least half a year. Um, so that was the original plan and that after the half a year, I started working part-time. So that was the basic idea, but then we figured out that working part-time is too much of a hustle with twins after half a year <laughs> still. Yeah. Um, and my girlfriend, uh, her work this was more time flexible than than mine was and also i found it very important that she finished her studies because i had finished mine already so that was more of a rational thing to say 
um, it's more that afterwards, now that we're having this situation and I, and I get to spend so much time, I'm really glad that I can and I do. So um, I think to decide that before the babies were born, um, or if I had like, if I wasn't able to change my decision, then I would have chosen differently. But now after, after half a year, um, I'm glad that I can actually extend another year. So I'll, I'll have one and a half years full full baby time. Sweet, that's cool. What, is it has it been more challenging being uh, like uh, with the pandemic and COVID and stuff? No, <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's like a good coincidence because it was challenging for everybody, but. Um, all the pregnancy, it was like, you couldn't go out anyway. <laughs> and then giving birth, like life was slowed down everywhere. So ours is too, because of different reasons, but like, we're not blaming it on the babies. We're blaming it on the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I found actually we had the perfect timing to give birth. And also I was really lucky that um, I had this small gap between the lockdowns and also the twin exception that I was totally able to be there um, in the hospital because some I, I heard some sad stories about uh, women giving birth alone because of um, of uh, contact restrictions uh, that that's sad but I I didn't have that problem we didn't have that problem luckily so we had the perfect timing uh, we made good use of the pandemic yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can't think of a, any other, you know, a better way for sure. Um, in what ways um, has fatherhood changed you? Has it has it changed you? <laughs> I'm way more healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm drinking alcohol-free beer right now, and <laughs> I'm not smoking. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so why, like, why, why, why that change? Like, it, it was it something just like, oh, okay, now I got to be a role model, or is it that was there another reason for that? Or you just don't have the time? You're just not out, you know, having brews with the buds anymore? No, it's it's not not that role model thing. But it, but it, like, you definitely want to have three healthy dishes for the kids, and. Yeah. So you start doing that and of course you'll eat them yourself as well and not getting pizza every day. And um, to quit smoking, that was for sure. I, I didn't want to smoke in front of the kids. Um, the, the rest is that I'm, I'm outside a lot. That's, you, you want the, the kids to be, be in the nature. And so you're in the nature as well. I'm, I'm, I'm just so, so way was more that, healthy. So was I, that, that was that a shift from a before? Course. Was that a shift from Again? before? You being out, kind of more taking them out. Is that a shift from what you were previous? Yeah, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> I was spending lots of hours inside and in dark basements and <laughs> uh, recording stuff or whatsoever, but not not enjoying the sun <laughs> there we go okay i like that 
what are what are the what have been some of the most rewarding aspects of being a dad? Wow, that's so. That's a question that I could only describe with situations and not with really words. But like, what is more rewarding than like having two little babies, like just crawling towards you and laughing loud and, and just being so much over emotional that they're breathing really fast just because they see you. I, that's, that's super rewarding uh, in, in a lot of situations. Um, yeah, so I, I, we asked that question, right? That, you know, being the rewarding aspect to hear those stories, you know, because I agree with you. It's hard to put those sorts of things into words without kind of painting a picture of that, right? And, and so it's kind of one of those things that I just like to to hear. You could you could feel the pride in your voice when you said you know, told that story. Is it is it different with your stepdaughter, like in terms of the the the, the rewarding aspect? Obviously, you know, you know, having a baby, you know, first learning to crawl, crying towards you, seeing that smile, all the, the, that giggle. Is there anything a little bit different there with someone that's older? I'd like to um, be asked uh, the question when they're the same age, actually. Mm -hmm. then that's, that's a big thing. Um, and... But my my stepdaughter, like she, she also gave me um, confidence in that when or I have to make a bigger thing here. Like I'm just saying it. Like I'm thinking of uh, getting myself sterilized because <laughs> twins is now enough. <laughs> but to have my um, my to to get my um, insecurity uh, about this uh, solved. My stepdaughter gives me confidence that if life changes, I could also adopt another child and be same as happy with that. So that's, that gives me security for this thought of uh, getting myself sterilized. Mm. If is that's kind of an indirect answer, I guess. Yeah, no, no, it's just, that's interesting. Yeah, I like the, the idea. It kind of gave, gave you this confidence and kind of almost, would you say, like prepared you for being a dad to, to, to the younger ones? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Of course. And if, if it wasn't her being that old already, uh, already um, maybe we would have waited also few years longer but I'm I'm super happy we didn't maybe it would be one baby less huh you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> I could imagine our twins must be busy um can you uh you comfortable describing the relationship with your dad yes um I really like my dad but my dad is also a very realistic rational person um but i'm or yeah I, i'm a bit like that as well i'm i'm working a lot on on 
allowing emotions and being emotional i've like also had sessions uh, with that's like a group family thing that that you do um with the purpose of me being more emotional and my dad is not that emotional i guess but i totally respect that and he is always has an open ear and is, um, is there for me now now that he doesn't work anymore actually <laughs> that's a big change <laughs> he was working a lot when i was younger so like is that then something that you're conscious of the fact that he is like this rational kind of realistic person like are you more emotional intentionally just because of the way he was and you don't want to be like him or is it or is that just your nature you just it's not that i don't want to be like him like i want to be like him plus emotional ah uh, okay and what is he like it just has he been been around like is it hard there like does he live close is he is he like the rad rad grandpa or uh <laughs> yeah i think he he waits for them to start talking <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's he's cool but uh, currently what's happening in his life is that um he's uh, just uh, finished working now and is on um in, in his pension but he got assist um he got uh, a thing with his company that he was um the last six years he was uh, getting paid half and therefore he was working three years normal and three years not at all. And those last three years, he still had the benefits of the company, for example, a car. And the car he chose was a camper van and like he was driving all, oh, <laughs> all over Europe. And that's what he'd done um, the recent time. And he um, came by every now and then, but but not as much as uh, it could have been. Um, but that's totally fine. He should do that as long as she's uh, as he's healthy enough to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he lives like three hundred kilometers away. Though. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, that's a little bit of a trek. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if this question really applies. You know, we we talk to a lot of musicians on this show, and then obviously being on tour and being away from the family is is something that is just part of the job. Is that something that has affected you at all? You know, being a parent, being away, being on the road? And if so, like, how, how do you deal with that? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be challenging, definitely. I mean, this year we're, there's only tours in Germany. Next year, there's gonna be also the UK, which is not even Europe anymore, and uh, France. And in 2023, hopefully there's going to be a US tour that's uh, getting planned right now by the, the Mannequin Vanity Records in, in San Diego. They want to do a US tour in 2023 for us. And I'm super excited about that, but I know that it's going to be a big hustle to get the time um, yeah, free <laughs> for my family and have like not not have everything on the shoulders of my girlfriend yeah right so that's what transition you kind of talk about like this is one of our our last few questions here and 
what's next for for Circus Rhapsody? What what do you see kind of on the horizon? Did you record stuff over the pandemic? Is that you know already yeah, talked we about were... you know, upcoming tours potentially? What what's what's new? <laughs> we have a new album out. Um, just. Uh right now basically it's called just kidding it's uh, 13 songs and um it's by far the best record that we've released um i'm, I'm super proud of it um i think mostly because we are we're working with uh, a producer um florin keber um he's got the thousand zasa label and uh, no, thousand zasa studios uh in berlin and working with him was really so creative and productive and he, he gave a lot of songs like the twist that it just needed and no one of us we were all too close to have that idea so i'm i'm really proud of that and uh this record to be honest was recorded before the pandemic and then we were just too afraid to give it out without having a tour because we want, didn't want to have a release too with a record that was uh, actually released the year before. Um, uh, so we were just waiting, for, waiting, waiting with a complete record in our hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so now it's it's playing release shows and and, and touring Germany. And but slowly we're taking our instruments back in our hands and starting with the creative phase. And I expect on the next record um, more songs written by me because that's basically the thing I can contribute now the most is just playing on the guitar and not I'm not so much on the drums right now. I have no possibility <laughs> here at my home. I, I have to go to the rehearsal room and that happens rarely <laughs> oh interesting so then you're gonna have more and more of an influence on that you know just by writing and stuff than than yeah, previous so. oh sweet so hopefully a tour coming soon okay the album just kidding is the album right that's what i said um last question eric any words of wisdom you'd like to leave for dads or future dads out there listening <laughs> Wow, I'll um, don't wait too long. <laughs> so um, I, I before uh, um, before the twins, I really um, I thought maybe give it another year or two. But I'm I'm super happy that um, my girlfriend was confident enough to say now now it's the time and. Uh, I, I was sure that I wanted to have kids with her, but I was like, oh, 23, uh, 32, or 33. Well, like, it's not a much of a difference. And like, just do it. <laughs> Don't wait. I like that. Yeah, don't, can't wait too long for that. Okay, thanks, Eric. I really appreciate your time. And uh, thanks for being on the Rad Dad Show. All right, that was Eric Heineke on The Rad Dad Show. Thank you so much, Eric, for joining us. And thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, it would mean a lot to us if you drop us a review on iTunes. And if you're looking for more Rad Dads content, find us wherever you get your podcasts or give us a follow on social media or do both. On Instagram, you can find us at rad underscore dads underscore show and on Facebook and Twitter at at Rad Dads Show. And now 
You can also look us up on YouTube for some video interviews as well, including this one. Lastly, Rad Dads is first and foremost a community organization aimed at positive parenting. And you can check out what we do over at raddadsyeg.com. That's raddadsyeg.com. Thanks for tuning in. In the meantime and in between time, stay rad.